this goes up faster than last time and it did it did not take me so long to load in what is up everyone uh right after a win the return of dave we're feeling good we're looking good um everyone's got the enter on today mine's not as mine's not as obvious but it's good good day um finally my heart my heart rate is back to normal but um dave since you're back um how's it going what's been up hey pretty good, good man pretty good uh i'm feeling great uh you know the last the last week or so i've, I've been um just settling settling back in um getting back home and getting ready for the next semester to start you know so uh more or less that's what i've been doing a lot of moving and grooving but it's good to actually finally have inter back since we were not able to play against um bologna and what a way to come back man a very dominant performance in the first half uh I would have preferred a more comfortable win, especially the fact that they they were the only team that did beat us. But I'm I'm satisfied with, with what we were able to do today, uh, based on the fact that Milan were on top of the table and that we had some pressure on us. So it was a very important win, and I'm feeling good about the team going forward for sure. Yeah, yeah, a lot of pressure on this one. We haven't felt that pressure in a while because mm -hmm. I mean it's been like us coasting against smaller teams, other teams dropping points, but everyone yeah. picked up the wins they were supposed to today. Yeah. Um, Ian, what have you thought about this match day? Like, it's been insane. Honestly, seeing Juventus go from 3-1 down to 4-3 winning with Roma missing a penalty, seeing Milan routinely put away Venezia, us eventually being La beating Lazio, um, I think it could have gone worse. Could have drawn. We didn't. I'm happy with the three points. Gagliardini played out of his mind. He did exactly what I expected him to do. Mm, marking Milinkovic-Savic out of the game. Yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, what, you know, I was very impressed by that. Okay, that's the old Lazio Inter match. Um, yeah, I got it pulled up here. Um, I mean, everyone had a decent game. Um, Gagliardini, of course, was great in marking Milinkovic-Savic, but mm. in possession, he was killing me, man. He was absolutely killing me, but he did what he did what we asked him to do. You know, no um, Chalinolu. I mean, that was pretty pretty crappy situation to have. I mean, we should have had him. Uh, probably planned to have him for this match, but you know, next man up. You know, they were as flexible as you could be. Maybe that little bit of physical presence that Gagliardini brings made a difference. Um, but yeah, I mean, midfield was great. Um, Alexis Sanchez looked good for most of the match. Um, we'll start with the first half. I mean, the first disallowed goal, like that was Alexis Sanchez. That was a beautiful ball. I mm -hmm. mean, that should have been a goal. That From there, you know, that's where I started feeling a little nervous. I was like, is this going to be one of these kind of nights? Like, yeah. Dave, what were you feeling by, by like uh, around that time, around the disallowed goal? Well, to, to be honest, um, I, I came into the match telling myself that I'm not going to be celebrating every every single goal on Twitter, um, just because like I told myself like okay we're, we want to we want to humiliate them and we want to beat them handily, so I'm think I'm thinking that until we're up two zero or three zero I'm not gonna say anything. So seeing that beautiful pass from Sanchez go through, watching it live, I personally I'm usually very very uh, careful as far as celebrating a goal, but I clearly celebrated that goal because looking at it live, it looked good to me. It didn't look like he might have been outside. If anything, it looked like Lotaro was a little bit behind him and he was able to make up the ground. So I was shocked to see that after they 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 took 
however long they were taking to to try to get their their angles right, but they still decided that it was it wasn't offside because even watching the matches, um, the the commentators were like, yeah, that's 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 a clear goal. That looked that looked okay to me. That looked okay. So it was it came as a shock to everybody. I'd say, um, but more or less that shows you the the role Sanchez actually played in the team today. And that was more of a replacement, makeshift replacement for Hakan, who, as we know, he was, he was, um, he was suspended today. So we saw like, like uh, Ian and, and, and you, Mikey, you guys mentioned earlier, we saw Galliardini, he was pretty much assigned to Milankovic Savage. He was man marking them all throughout the pitch. So we had Sanchez drop in as that third midfielder and taking taking on the the creative role. We saw that happen a lot, and um, that pass was a very good testament of that. And we deserve a goal for it. It sucks that it did, it didn't count. We can't complain much because I guess now they've turned offside into a science where it's like it's not a, it's not even subjective anymore. It's something that they're saying that they have lines that they made. And even if it's not visible at the naked eye, that it is what it is. What it is. So we're not going to dwell too much on it, but it, it looked good. Even on the replay replay that I saw, to me, it looked like it looked good. You know, I'm, I'm arguing about it on Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a product of the modern interpretations of all side. And I mean, usually, like, when I see those, you can see you're like, yeah, you know, you can still see some lines there. And, like, I, I, I couldn't see it in that one. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, we can't dwell on that one too much. I mean, I wish they would have looked at Immobile pulling back Skriniar as much as they would have looked at, yes, yes. at um, that goal because I thought there was a foul there, but because Skriniar is such a big dude and doesn't go down that it's not called. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, first goal, uh, it was a defender. It was Bastoni. What a goal. I mean, what a performance by him. Goal and an assist. Like, that was probably one of his best performances, you know, going both directions to date. I think he's turning into a really, really complete player. We need to hold on to him for as long as we can, preferably until he retires, because finding a, a player that can do that, what he does, to his size, truly, truly impossible. You can't put a price on him. Yeah, for sure. Um, and no, then the assist after was a peach also, but I'm sure we'll get to that. No, for sure, hundred percent. Especially, um, just just to piggyback off what Ian said, um, especially if this is gonna be the system that we're going to be playing go- going forward, having a left center back that can offer you that much going forward and still defend very well is it's not something that you you can go and and pick out anywhere in the world. You know, he's a rarity. He's one of those players that that are, I mean, that's a word that we throw around a lot. But when you look at a talent like Bastoni, that's what the word word uh, generational was created for. Uh, when you see a guy that's that that looks like like oh my god like he's so comfortable doing all of this. A center back is not supposed to be that comfortable, you know, but he is, and he he single handedly won us the match today, like like a creative genius. Long shot since Hakan was missing, he told himself, okay, you know what? Since Hakan's not there, I'm gonna do my best Hakan impression. Long shot just like Hakan, and long assist just like Hakan as well. So. I'm I'm very happy with him, and you know I have my personal little, little agendas because I've been comparing him to Delic, who by the way got sent off today for 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 using his hands as always. So yeah, my agenda is very much thriving right now. I'm I'm thriving. 
Oh yeah, that's comparing a football player to a volleyball player. Like that guy Delict doesn't that that is handball machine, and he like does not get forward. No one gets forward the way this guy does. I mean, after the goal, like he's back up there within the next like possession, like between Skriniar and I mean not Skriniar between Perisic on the left and you know um, Lautaro in an actual striker position. Like he was way up there. He was putting yeah. that that nine on the back of his jersey was going. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's probably what his number is. The number means like, yeah, sometimes I'm a nine, sometimes I'm a five. You know? <laughs> does it all. Man, but oh, what a what a great performance there. I mean, not as much the goal that was given up. Um, I don't know how much we're going to go into that. I don't know if we want how much slander we want to hand and who we hand it to. Um, of course, talking about Immobile getting through, uh, beating yeah. Skriniar, DeVry doing a little pirouette, and Handanovic doing whatever Handanovic was doing. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it was a win, but I'll start with you, Ian, because I know where your loyalties lie. Um, who, who's I wanted to let Ian that? go first, too, because I saw Ian Ian doing some, some arguing on Twitter. <laughs> Handanovic <laughs> Me and Nima got into it. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, so, so sad that Christo isn't here because I would have beefed with him as well because I know where he stands. Um, Speaking of Risto. <laughs> yeah, he just popped in, popped in the chat. I think... Um, What's their name? DeVry and Skriniar fucked up big time. You know, Skriniar for getting best in the league shouts for the centre-back, getting outdone by Immobile like that. Sure. Fine. Let aside DeVry for being best defender shouts, just watching the ball fly over him. Sure. Okay. And I know everyone loves to slander the keeper, likes to blame it on them, but like, what else are you supposed to do when you're two centre-backs like one guy yeah. run past them? Leave the ball by him try and bunch it out it didn't work this time it might have worked next time but it is what it is we still won so yeah yeah for sure i mean i'm yeah. glad it's something that we didn't have to come back on here and talk about for more than five minutes mm-hmm. i mean i think a lot of it is on the defenders as well like i think you know this is just my untrained eye looking at it but screen gets pulled back devry pulls up at the same time thinking there's going to be a whistle gets the you know spun around and then by that time Handanovic is just like you know it's sundowning or something like just whatever an old man does at that point um almost got to it like to his credit but uh yeah that was a that was a bad goal to give up that was shades of goals that have I can remember in the past like um Mm -hmm. last season to Juventus in the Copa, I believe, was one that was similar to that, but it was Bastoni that was at fault. There, there's been some stuff happening like that. And you're going to get that in a football team, of course. But, yeah, going into the half, um, I mean, Lautaro should have had a goal, whether it was that first goal called off or if it was that, that like, thunder of a volley, but it was straight at Strakosha. Um, mm-hmm. I thought he had a good half. I mean, like, looking at his ratings, I mean, these ratings aren't, you know – the best thing to go by of course there's some objectivity that needs to be put on them but i mean 6.6 for the match uh definitely would have been up if he had gotten a goal but i thought he played well um i didn't think there was too much more he could have done like through the whole match what do you think uh well personally i wanted to touch back on the goal that we did concede um yeah it's something that 
you guys know how I feel about Skriniar. I'm wearing his kit right now on my back. That's a guy that I I, I don't like saying anything bad about him when he does put, happen to put a foot wrong. But at this level, um, he has to do either of two things. Um, first of all, you can't get caught switching off like that because um, it's pretty much like he's ball watching or whatnot. And second of all, if you do get, get caught switch, um, switching off like that and then Immobile does something like that to you. You have to use your professionalism, not your professionalism, but your 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 wit to pretty much you gotta you gotta go down, you know, because regardless of whether people say he goes down easily or not, the fact that Immobile clearly pulls him, you have to come down. Or if or even if you're not gonna go down, you clearly start calling for a foul. You you, you get the ref's attention. But the fact that he didn't even act like it was a foul or something happened there, they easily let it go. You know, if it's something that he he cried for it, and then um, the the team pretty much followed followed through, we would have had a gripe there that they would have had to look at it with with VAR, and they would have had a hard time saying that, hey, listen, this is not a foul. That's one thing that I had against Virginia. And for Devry, Devry, he switched off. Um, uh, it's no excuse. I'm sure him switching off it has it's like a domino effect with with Skriniar switching off as well. Um, but then again, it's not an excuse. You can't. You don't depend on your on your uh, partner to to decide whether you're going to be switched up or not. He should have been there to to be ready and just knock it off uh, with Immobile. And Andanovich, of course, he deserves some credit. I mean, some blame because uh, it looked bad the fact that he came out like that and he didn't get anything, you know. But in my opinion, that's that was the only thing he could have done. Um, he couldn't if he stayed there flat footed. Immobile would have had all this time in the world to collect the ball and just slide it past him. I feel like he did everything that he could have done. Um, but unfortunately, at his age, he's not as swift-footed as he used to be. We saw Onana playing earlier, despite the fact that he did make a mistake. But we saw this guy flying flying in the box. Like, the, the amount of ground that he covers, that's going to be a big, a big, big change of pace for us. And we're, we're definitely going to see the difference. Um, but, yeah, Mikey, to touch also about uh, Lotaro, I'm not going to go too long since I've been talking about the other subject as well. I feel like he did I, I feel like he did play well. Um, he deserved the goal today. It's one of those matches where you could say that, yeah, this guy deserved the goal. Uh, the penalty, we, we, we touched on it already. We can't say much because the science says it's – I mean, it, it was it was uh, offside. That's what I meant. But that, that, that strike, uh, that's something that is – is becoming a pattern um, to to Lotaro. Uh, he very much cleanly always catches those those half volleys all the time, and um, it sucks that I guess Sarkocha was in the right place at the right time and he made this reflex save, but I don't think he knew anything of it, you know. But other than that, um, it's, it sucks that he didn't get a goal, but the fact that we won and he played well is good enough. It's good momentum going into the big match we got coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he absolutely smoked Strakosha with that shot. Like, that had to hurt. There's yeah, not many yeah, times that yeah. I say that, but yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, getting caught sure. like yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, not really anyone putting too many feet wrong. I mean, mm. just a little bit of pressure from Lazio at the right times. And I felt like a lot of balls fell for them that weren't falling for us. Um, yeah. Maybe that's just me and, like, my anxiety over this, but mm. – it seemed like every time, and then uh, uh, later in the match, we'll get on to that as well, but like we couldn't win the ball like it looked like earlier in the season when we would just be hoofing it and neither striker could get onto the ball. But of course it yeah. didn't cost us because we're getting more you know, defensively sound. And mm -hmm. 
Skriniar, of course, making up for his mistake with the goal. Um, great taking goal. I mean, he's like leaning back a little bit with that header. I mean, that's that just like Bastoni with his goal and the assist, like Skriniar with that goal. That's not what defenders traditionally do. That's not what defenders even usually do today. I mean, what what can we say about this back three that we have? Like, it's amazing. It's a, such a luxury to have. It really is a joy to watch and to know we have the future of the Serie A defense in our team. You know, we have Skriniar, who's, what, 26? He's going to be good for at least five, six, seven years. If he goes like Chiellini, he's going to be playing until 36. We have Bastoni, who's <laughs> the gem of Italy. I mean, honestly, I saw on Twitter some shouts that he might be the most talented defender Italy ever, ever saw. Having not seen Maldini, I can't, I can't really comment on that, but you know... Mm out of the current ones from all around ability he is very good i think he's better than Benucci at passing we saw last year with uh, the assist to barella yeah um tackling great heading aerial ability great we even saw him on set pieces like i saw people being very very anxious about set pieces you know who's gonna take them now that we don't have Kahanoglu that demarco wasn't starting but like i mean calm down but, but Ian, the the second goal, the second goal today was a set piece by design to Bastoni, so Bastoni could cross the ball to Scrinia. My exactly. mind, my mind went because I'm like, hey, we got this big ass kid over there. He should be in the box <laughs> trying to win the headers. What are you guys doing? What's up, Sharma? But um, Bastoni they, Hive, yep, we're getting le- heaping on the prize today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we 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 got this we got this kid getting balls passed to him wide. So he can put in a ball, and the ball that he's put in is a peach. And again, um, like you said, Mikey, that the header with Skriniar, it, it was more like a striker's finish because it was so well measured that he knows that he can lean back a little bit. And even then, he still almost missed it because he hit it off the crossbar before it went in. So it was very well measured. It's, I, we're very much blessed, man, with those three players. Um, even French Fry Steve, uh, Steven Javari. <laughs> um, even the fact that he's having a subpar year by his standards, He's still playing great. He played great today, um, despite his his involvement in the goal that we did concede. Um, let's enjoy it, man. We're 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 very much blessed with those three players. Hopefully, we get to keep him for forever. Mikey, I, I hope you're not ignoring the, the comment about your porn stash. Right? Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I wouldn't call it quite that. It's a little thicker than that. But it's getting you know, there. Everyone, everyone's got to have the little stash phase, you know. You Mikey's working on the handle, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna curl it up next, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but let me let's get into some comments right here. We got Christo over here, yeah. Smiley calling out the stash, uh, King Darian, yeah. Dave does have the clean kit, you know. We've got two of the two of the loudest kits that you can have are like on display right now like if i were to go like change into the sprite kit like we would be blind <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah you actually own one right yeah i have the sprite kit yeah it's like right behind me <laughs> no no don't do it don't do it the flashbacks of that kit too <laughs> No, but Hristo, what's Hristo got to say? Yeah, this comment about Hristo is very interesting to me because I think it's true that we lack players that know how to fall down. You know, we I see think Lautaro knows how to fall down. He just doesn't know how Lautaro to get fouled for it. Yeah, he, he can't seem to get the calls. Even Barella, yeah. he falls like, 
he falls down like he's been shot in the leg or something, you know. <laughs> he always dramatized and I was like, oh my god, they killed our boy. It's like, oh, pop, yeah. Pop right up. <laughs> I mean, there was one time where he fell like straight on his back, like the base of his spine. And I was like, all right, he's dead. There's no way. There's no way he gets up from this. And he pops up. He like rubs his back a little bit. And he's back like fucking usually, sprints. Usually he complains to the referee, but when he realizes that he ain't getting shit for real, he just like, I guess I, guess I <laughs> yeah. gotta keep playing. <laughs> what else uh. we got? Uh, Indohari, uh, Bastonia is a Trecortista who plays center back as a part-time job. I think that's a very good description. I mean, his passing out of the back, I feel like that was something that stood out to me even like, you know, when he was on loan at Parma, that was one of the first things. I was like, wow, you know, this guy... He can hold it. He can hold together a defense. I think. I think he was what, like nineteen at that time, mm-hmm. and he was just playing those balls like so easily in a bad team. I mean, that was not a good Parma team. Yeah. But like this guy's been a gem from the start. That's why, like, you know, Inter kind of did unload for him at such a young age when we were like, "Who is this guy? Why, why are we putting together a deal worth thirty million for him? Like, are we going to yeah. end up like?" cooking books is this some UV <laughs> but nah he's he was the he, he was the real deal and I think I think that was a really really nice um pickup to have and I am being harassed nice stash <laughs> that is the person who was also in the room with me but thank you um I was, I was about to say Mikey you popping like that <laughs> let me go say my mustache oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all call all everybody stash episode next episode. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, but um, oh, what else was in this match? I mean, towards the end, uh, I think is what I wanted to get to. Unless you guys had anything else, um, I was gonna go into that late pressure, um, where you know that um, Lazio did get into the box a couple times. There was that Ooh. corner at the end. Um, there was. Well, I think it was the free kick that was really awkward where it went by Handanovic's net, was chopped back into the middle. I mean, there were some there were a couple of scary moments and then the subs, um, Vidal looked not good. That was not a good Vidal appearance. I, mm-hmm. I hate to I hate to say it with Sharma I know in the house. Um, <laughs> that's his guy. And I you know, I like Vidal too, but that was a bad that was a bad outing from him. Um DeMarco, he didn't instill the most confidence in me in this one. Um but yeah, when it was, you know, getting down to the wire, was there any worry? I'll start with you, Ian. Was there any worry like that, you know, you know, this could be a match where we drop points late, like, or is that just my paranoia? I haven't been this confident in an inter team for a long, long time <laughs> for us to hold on the lead, even when we were like toying with the ball in our box. I didn't, I, well, there wasn't really a time where I was, okay, fuck, we might fuck it up again i was like okay these guys know how to move the ball now they've been doing it for two three years now i trust them i trust them even though there was i'll admit i was a bit shaky when i saw the army on with the ball after being back on the pitch in what's two months time Mm -hmm. i think something like that you know it was like okay is he going to be rusty is is he going to do anything is he going to do something stupid i think it was cool it could have gone worse Obviously, but I think everyone did their job correctly at holding the lead. Even to Kukurea, I saw him do tackles. I saw him do runs. Gagliardini, I saw him make tackles, do runs, holding the ball up. No complaints from me. 
Dave, what about you? Were you were you more on my side, or are you more on Ian's, where you're already I'm, like chilling I'm, back I'm, there? I'm like I, I'm I'm sure you guys could see the shock on my face. Like I can't believe this was Ian just talking. This is, <laughs> this is Ian's talking about his ever been so confident in the inter team. What? Look at that. Things things are changing here in the podcast. But um. Yeah, Mikey. To be honest, I, I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, I was more on your side because, um, what they got the ball in the net a couple of times, right? One of them was offside with Immobile, and I don't remember when the last time was. I mean, the other time was. So I was like, oh my god, are we gonna bottle this? We're gonna bottle this, are we? We're gonna bottle this. But we did. Um, we did have some moments where um, we did look confident, confident on the ball. Uh, Brozovic mainly every time he did have the ball, we 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 felt safe no matter how close to the goal he was. Uh, Vidal seemed to he was rusty. He seemed to to feel, to feel like he needed to give him a couple chances to make the, the things interesting. I guess he had I guess some some numbers he he betted on that he wanted to cover. I don't know what was what he had going on, but um. All in all, um, you you feel like even though they were giving it a go. It was more like a last-ditch effort. It wasn't a plan that they had. Because uh, for fuck's sake, their coach is sorry. You know, it's not like they're playing a little sorry ball, one touch here and there and getting to the goal. It was more like they were sending players forward. You saw Lazzari on going on those long solo runs and stuff like that. They were pretty much throwing the, everything but the kitchen stack at us to see if anything stuck. And nothing actually did because we do have that defense and we did what we needed to do. So even though I was closer to you, I did have my anxiety. I have to admit that Ian was right, uh, and I'm sure that's what Zagi uh, felt as well. Like, okay, you know what? They're gonna give us their best shot. They, they will, there will be a last wave of attack to try to, to tie the uh, tie the game. But we have the able to We showed that we did it as well. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking like during the match. You know, like thinking like yeah, no Chalinolu like. You know, we're, we're coming off of this long rest. There's going to be some rust. I was like, it's going to take somebody or one part of this team to take over this match. And it was the defense, you know, for better or for worse, you know, mm-hmm. like in the attack and in defense late, you know, I mean, there were some key feet being put in, you know, everyone was doing their jobs on the corners, on the free kicks that, that Lazio were getting late. Um, mm-hmm. Lazari making those runs. Um there were, there were a couple of times, but, you know, I think Ian was, you know, the more right person in all of this. Yeah, but, we got to give him credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was, I was, was getting a little worried late, and I was thinking before the match, I was like, man, if we lose, I'm not – Twitter's going to be unusable. Like, it's just going to be so much negative. <laughs> nah, for real. I was thinking the same thing, um, to be honest, because um, don't forget, we, 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 we didn't get to play our match against Bologna. So because of that, when you look at the table in live time, Milan were on top of us. So it was like anything but a win today against Lazio was going to be an issue because we would have been suddenly back to second place, trying to climb back up to the, to the uh, first first spot. And mind you, we have to respect Bologna because it's not an automatic that we would go out there and blast them 6-1 like we did last time. I'm sure they have that in mind, and I'm sure they'll be motivated to – to, to, to put in a, a more respectable performance. So whenever that match is played, it's going to be a final for them. So I'm glad we were able to, to beat Lazio and we're still at the top. So um, that's the reason why I have the anxiety. But on the pitch, the players showed that they 
like Bastoni said, we do have the patch on our on our on our chest, and it's not for any reason. So um, I'm I'm satisfied with what we saw, and I guess I need to, to get back to to where Ian is and feel confident in my team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think part of it was just having so much time off and then it being the team that, you know, we did lose against. Yeah, and there yeah. was a pattern that we were talking about before coming on where it's like interscore against Lazio, get pegged back, chaos ensues. Yeah. Um, this time it wasn't that serious. Um, finally, you know, nailed it down after, you know, getting that second goal. Um, I'll go back into the comments here because we got a couple. Um Indahari, um, back to Bastoni when we were talking earlier. Yeah, that Parma did play a four-man defense. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him used as a left-back. I don't think he got used as a left-back at Parma, and I, I I, see where you're coming from, but I you know, I don't see this team moving to a back-forward at any point. And I, mean, I remember first seeing back in Champions League when we had, like, no right-backs at all having Skriniar player right-back, and it just – didn't really come off right. So if some, like if a center back to center back, maybe I'm like not looking at this modern enough. But if a center back to center back, I mean this is a guy that plays at striker half the time. But I'd still rather see him, you know, at least listed and starting in like the position he knows best. Yeah. No, I think I think that that is what makes him such a um, special player is the fact that as a, a left center back, he can offer us all of that going forward. Um, I don't think that if we do play a back four and then we want to deploy him as a full-time left back, he would be as effective because even though he does look elegant going in, he's still not as quick as you would want your overlapping left back to be and stuff like that. So um, I feel like that's the reason why he's he's such an effective player, such a special player for us, the fact that he, um, with all that, well, all that he's doing, he's not lacking any defensive uh, responsibilities. You don't see the hole that he leaves back there from for him going on his on his long runs. We don't concede goals because he's going up there and stuff like that. So, uh, right now, Inzaghi has found something. He's found a niche, how you call it. Just don't touch it. You know, let him let him play with it, man. And, and I, I just love. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the next match because it seems like it's a new. Uh, it's a new layer that he's uncovering every match that that every every training session that he has with those players. The more he's feeling confident, and um, by the way, we have to give Dumfries a, a shout out as well because I, I thought he was good again today. He had that one cross to Lotaro with, with um on the on the the volley that that unfortunately he missed. Yeah, should have been but, an assist. Yeah, but Dumfries is looking like a player. Definitely, he knows what he's doing now. It's not a player that we have to be worried about anymore. So. Him and Darmian could figure it out who's going to be playing the most, but he's he's definitely ready now. Yeah, I think that you just gave me a perfect segue because, of course, he went off. Um, you know, uh, took a hand to the face, was holding his face, ended up yeah, being subbed yeah. out. Um, hopefully, that's not serious. Um, Miliano here saying that they should have had a red card, Lazio, and I, I think he's right. Um, Zakania came in and like looked like he was just you know last season's Vidal trying to come in and hack down everybody. Got a yellow really quick. Mm-hmm. I thought somebody was given a double yellow, or maybe it was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. There. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I, I, but I thought Zakania could have been sent off. He was already on a yellow card. He goes hands to the face on Dumfries, and Dumfries goes off. I, I hope it's not too serious, but you know we are in capable hands if it is Darmian that has to play. No, for sure. Yeah, it was just reckless from Takanya, you know. Sure, I can see why he won't get the second yellow, but like in the end of the day, it's reckless. 
Rekka's play, you know, you see you see players get cards when they don't even connect with studs up just because it's reckless. This guy punched him in the face and got him subbed off. So, you know, yeah. there is something there. <laughs> Great shot. Because honestly, I was I was going to defend him as well. You know, I was going to say, hey, from what I saw, I don't think he had any intent, any malicious intent to really injure Dumfries. It was more like he was being reckless. But again, yeah, that's a good example. Reckless, dangerous play. Uh, we see players get um, carded or sent off for challenges that don't even make contact. But this one, it not only doesn't make contact, but it is the guy can't even continue to play and has to be subbed off. So some, something should have been done. But hey, listen, that's 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 this part of the thing about being an Inter fan. We if we, if there's nothing that we feel like we were hard done by, then it, it will get boring. I would not want to support Juve where everything's going my way all the time and I'm just kicking back. I need some controversy. So yeah, I'm, I'm in the right place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. A lot just of like into how I said in the chat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or straight on to his other comment. Um, steamrolling Spezia, Roma, Venezia, Salernitana, and then suffering against Lazio at the end. It's normal. Uh, Inter synonymous with suffering. I mean, not as much this season as even last season. I would say like we're not that deep block suffer ball when we're like one up late in a match. So, I mean, that's been a nice departure for me, like, I, in my opinion. Like, I like seeing us press and not seeing the ball 10 feet from Handanovic with 10 seconds left in a match because that's a flip of a coin at this rate. Yeah. Uh, no no disrespect to Handanovic. Uh, yeah, don't need an argument with Ian. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I, – I don't like – because anytime you get the – you have the ball that close, even in a team as well-drilled, I think, as a Conte team is, like, once you get the ball there, it is, you know, any random event can be a goal. Like you could, it could be a deflection. You could oh, absolutely. Ball. Like there's, absolutely. there's a lot of risk in that deeper suffering. Like yeah. this kind of suffering, I can, I can deal with that a lot better. No, that's why you just don't allow those balls into those dangerous balls into your box, regardless of, like you said, if you're a well-drilled team like Conte, or if you're a more relaxed team like Inzaghi. Um, if you're like, if you're trying, the football guys will reward you. You know, just. If just by sending players forward and sending balls into the box, some some knockdown is gonna fall your way. You're just gonna have to swing your leg, and next thing you know, we can see the goal. That's that's kind of that's kind of how we conceded the goal today. You know, the first time they tried their first shot on goal, it was a goal. You know, just hopeful ball from Milenkovic Savage, and they got blessed by the football gods because our guys like we were defending the. We were defending. We were playing so well that we we forgot that we were defending. Like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? But I'm glad we could joke about it because we were able to to to, to figure that out. But um, I'm glad we also did make that mistake in, in in a funny way because that's the same thing that we were talking about. We've been sitting on our asses for about a month. We haven't played any football. Um, we we're supposed to come back three days ago, but that was canceled as well. So the rust is, is is out of the system, and now we're back to, to serious stuff. The next match is a big, big one, and the following one is a big, big one. So there's no time for us to be switching off and getting caught with our pants down like we were today. I'm sure – I hope we got that out of the way and that doesn't happen again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Ian, any any comments back? You've been a little quiet the past couple minutes, so don't wanna don't wanna smother you over here. Like me and Dave. I, I, think, I think Dave said everything that I wanted to say as well. He got spot on. Um, 
no really further comment. What I do want to touch on is like and subscribe, everyone, for the win by Krista right in the chat. <laughs> also, if you look into the bio of our Twitter profile, you will see a link tree that has all our social media there. So follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Yeah, that's a new one. That's a, that's a very, very corporate plug. I like that. He even, but... sounds, he even sounds like it, bro. Like... Yeah. yeah, that was <laughs> a perfect like, outro <laughs> or something right there. We need to record him. again at the end. Don't worry. We need to record him and make sure we speed him up so he goes, what's really good? Oh, I can do that. I can do that naturally. Don't worry. Oh, no, but Hairstyle said this was Gallardini's 150th appearance. Honestly, seeing him perform the way he performed the last three, four year seasons, who would have thought, eh? Look at this. Who would have thought, huh? Yeah. I, 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 I didn't think he'd make it. And like a previous comment said before by M9 Gal said that we had a lot of Deadwood in the midfield. I really think he was part of this Deadwood. No, I don't think he is. I think he has his place in the team. Seeing how if we play against a team with a high, higher midfield, we don't really have... Um, a lot of players that can challenge for the aerial balls. Like, I'm just looking um, how tall Marcelo Brozovic is. Uh, he is 181 centimeters tall. I think our Gagliardini, he is our tallest midfielder. And even Gagliardini isn't um, that much taller. He is 188 centimeters, which is six foot two, six foot two and a half. Vecino. Vecino. Yeah, I mean, um, he hasn't counted for a while now, really. 187, so six foot two, yeah. Um, no, but it's it's interesting to see how we really lack that quality depth. You know, we, we were relying on, on Vecino and Gallardini for so long and now Vidal, but like when it comes to teams like Lazio, who else are you going to put? When we put out the tweets on, on the Brothers of the World account on Twitter, who would you which like you to see follow. start? Which you should follow. Um <laughs> When we put that tweet out, who should start instead of Kalanogu? I was surprised by so many people who said Sensi. Like, what are we going to do with the midget that's 168 centimeters tall, which is 5'8", maybe even less? But what are you going to do with him in the midfield of Linkovic Savage, who is over 190 centimeters, with Cataldi, who is over 180 centimeters, and Basic, I think his name is, who is also... Mm-hmm. Taller than him. Like, yeah. yeah, and I saw many, many times we saw um, Stokosha take the, pick the ball up, kick it towards the midfield, and Milinkovic Savage, if someone else was marking him, he would have lost all that those aerial battles. Who knows what's, what, how the game would have went then. We had Gallardini to, no. to disrupt him, so all things went went according to plan, I think, how, how our coaching staff envisioned. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think I think Gagliardini is one of those situations. His um, enter career seems like is going to have a similar arc to Nokia's. You know, um, it's a guy that came at a came came at a with with a big with a big um, price tag, and we bought him. I remember we bought him. It was the January market. We bought him from um, Atalanta, and it, how much? It's going to be a female, right? I thought it was so, thirty five. Uh, yeah. Yeah, something like 30, that. Thirty five. So. Um, I guess a couple of us realize that he's not a $35 million um, player or euros, whatever you want to call it. However, he is he is more than just a professional footballer. You know, he's he's a player that I'm sure teams like Roma or even last year would just play, would love to have him. And um, I think so Roma would take anyone like, at this point. 
<laughs> so that's a guy that we have to we have we have to give him credit. That's a guy that he's been a very good servant to the club, and um, it's an automatic that we can just throw him into any match when it comes to Genoa or Sampdoria, and he's you know he's gonna score. He's gonna play very well, but um, hey, he's found his role in the team. He's the physical midfield, and today, if that was what Inzaghi told him he needed to do today, he ex- executed that to the T. He was Milenko Vizsavic's. I guess today, today the guy is uh, Milenkovic Savage Gagliardini. That's his name because he has he has three names today. Because Gagliardini was like his, his shadow today, and, and he was following him everywhere. And that's the guy that always hurts us every time we play him. So the fact that we were able to take him out of the game and Gagliardini has his footprints all over it is something that we got to give him kudos for. And I'm glad he was able to, to win with us last year. So he's still a, a Scudetto winner forever, no matter what happens for the rest of his career. You know, but yeah, for sure. My, my long-winded way of saying, um, we're at a point now where we're forgetting how much we paid for him. We're forgetting the high expectations he came with, and we're starting to take him for uh, the seventh, seventh midfielder or whatever he is on our on our pecking order, and which is not too bad compared to what other teams have. Yeah, I guess it's also worth mentioning that before Inzaghi made the switch. Um, he, you know, that it was a big rumor, Gagliardini to Lazio. Like it, it was pretty clear that, yeah. you know, the manager liked the player a lot. Yeah. Um, very weird. I, I never understood that, but now you can kind of see what he wants to do. And Gagliardini is never going to be the most technically competent. He, he's not going to be the best to watch. I know we joke and call it like the Italian <laughs> Lampard or something sometimes, but yeah. but uh. Uh, he he has found his spot, and I, I think that is you know that's all you can really ask of a guy that has been there that long that we know may not have been worth the thirty five. Now looking back at the time, no, for sure, yeah, but he has his place in the team. Yeah, spot like that. Yeah, yeah, harmony uh, important, of course. Um, but I guess Risto is I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's in the YouTube just <laughs> looking at stats, but says that we just passed a hundred subs, which. Or 100 on YouTube, which is a pretty big milestone. I mean, we were pretty dead on YouTube for a long time before. That's crazy. Yeah, before starting, you know, putting everything up, doing our streams through here instead of just recording audio. Um, you know, I've been, Christo and I, we, we, we've been the OG since the beginning. Um, so it's been years of working on this. So seeing that is pretty cool. Um, of course, um, Dave and Ian are new breath of life into into the pod, so to speak. Um yeah, really appreciate you guys coming in. Um, has brought a lot to this pod. Um, and looking forward to, you know, growing even more, seeing where this goes. Um, Onwards and upwards, baby. Onwards and upwards. Hey, listen, we're going to the moon, man. To the moon. To That's the where moon. we're going. Uh, <laughs> I want to say thank you to everybody, man. 100 subscribers. That's a big deal. Um, thank you for everybody that always joins us and always comments. Um, we, we really, really welcome the comments. I'm sure you guys could see that sometimes the show even runs on, on the comments. So if you guys want to have us here all night talking enter, we might be here all night talking enter. So thank you guys. Thank you for subscribing and we really appreciate everybody. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else do we have here going on in the comments? Speaking of, um, Jason and Quadrado. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, Indo-Hari. okay. Well, I was going to go with the one before. Um, <laughs> he just said Denzel, uh, talking about Dumfries, is decent. Struggled to build up under the Lazio pressure. I mean, I kind of saw that. Like, he, they were playing him very wide. And uh-huh. like I've said before, like, he's best when he is, like, running past somebody. And I felt yeah. like he was 
you know, pushed a little further up, but I feel like he's learning that part of the game also. Like he's becoming a more well-rounded wing back and it, it is a process. I mean, he may not be as, you know, gifted as um, Hakimi was, uh, bringing up the dead, I guess, but um, he's doing his best. He's holding, you know, that side. He's making it his own. I think that's about all we can ask for. Yeah. No, for sure. I think that's what it is. That's that's not his his forte per se to be playing one touch or beat the press. He's more of a guy that he has to have momentum running, and you just knock the ball forward for him to chase. Uh, uh, when they do successfully press him, he does struggle because he doesn't have the the quickness to play to play it like like that. But other than that, um, he's very similar to Hakimi, I, I think, in that sense. Uh, but of course, a, a lower version. You know, I'm satisfied with what I'm seeing. I can't criticize him much. Yeah, yeah, we've been staunch supporters here on this pod, so <laughs> we're not yeah, going back yeah. on that now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what was it that Hristo was saying? Um, I think he's saying that Chiesa, Delic, and Cuadrado are missing the Supercopa against us on Wednesday. I know about Chiesa. Chiesa looked like he was injured. He picked up an injury. It didn't look good. The Delic got a red card today, but I'm not sure what that has to do with the Supercopa. It does, the red it does card affect- is for all domestic competitions. All I just learned that today. I just learned that. I just learned <laughs> that right right now. I just learned that. I was right now old when I learned that. <laughs> uh, well, and um, in Cuadrado, I didn't know what happened to Cuadrado. Uh, yellow to- accumulation. Does that count as well? Oh, yep. Let's go. Okay. Hey, listen. Oh, we wow. got no excuse, man. Listen, we have to go and get this trophy. We have to yeah. go and get the silverware, man. Already. Yeah, their most dangerous attacker, their most dangerous fullback at this point. And the, I, I guess might miss Delict a little bit because we could have had a free handball somewhere. But, I mean, Chiellini and Bonucci could be, you know, poised to roll back the years as they seem to do sometimes. Yeah. So that would be the yeah. only worry of that. Yeah, and especially in the final. Those guys, they always have something in a profound of youth that they could go and always get some, some more juice and, and prepare for a final. So I'm not really worried much about the lip, but Cuadrado and Chesa, those guys are going to be big, big, big losses for them. Yeah, and especially, um, like, I've seen some worry about uh, Chiesa maybe have done in, like, a serious, like, knee it, issue, it, like a ligament. It, it looks bad, man. It, it, ooh, it looked bad, man. I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait till tomorrow when they actually do an MRI, but it was non-contact and stuff like that, and he knew it right away. Usually the they what they say is that players could just feel it pop you know? yeah so that's the worst if, if it was the case then he knew it right away and he was calling for a sub i hate like i hate to see stuff like that happen no matter who the team the player are playing for but it sucks it sucks but uh, good news i guess for uv fans is that dibala seems to be catching form at the right time and you know this guy seems to always play his best matches against us as well. So let's let's see what happens. Yeah, and especially with Chiesa, I mean that's the Olympico pitch, I guess, taking another victim. I mean that that got um Zaniolo and um Dimaral in the same match a couple of years ago. Like that is that pitch at the Olympico in Roma is notorious for um injuries. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure why, but like I've seen it talked about like pretty often and I mean you're starting to see a pattern. Um, so yeah, beware of, beware of playing at the Olympico, I guess, but, um, and if it really is that serious of an injury, that's an issue for Juve in the long run. I mean, they're already pretty far down. I think they're seventh right now, 
but I mean, no one has counted fifth. Okay, they moved up to fifth, uh, but no one really counts those guys out, even even when they're down this bad. Um, but that would go a long ways to you know their demise this season. But I'm not going to hope for it in that manner. Um, what else do we have? Um, Indahari talking about set pieces. Yeah, and set pieces, of course, is something that I think we've seen a lot of this season. Free kicks, corners. Um, of course, Chalanolu was a miss today, but Alexis Sanchez could have had a goal off of a free kick. Um, yeah. Yeah, the corners were still dangerous. I mean, everything everything still looked like it was flowing as usual. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, yeah, I mean, that's a very, 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 very good point, um, um, Indrahari. I want to I wanna actually touch a little bit more on that. Yeah, it's not just Hakan, like we thought as well. It's like we saw today. Uh, it was the stuff that you see that they practice on the, on the training field and the way it comes out with um, uh, who was it? It was Perisic that played it to Bastoni and then Bastoni crossed it to Skriniar. Uh, it's those things by design, and you see that yeah. they, it's, it's always satisfying for a coach when you see the fruit of your of your hard work is, is actually paying dividends on the pitch. And for us fans, it's something that we definitely got got a shout out as well. So so good shot, good shot for sure. Our, yeah, our set pieces very good. Yeah, um, we'll take a couple more and then probably get on out of here. Um, uh, I, I'm not gonna try to pronounce it, bro. I'm sorry, but <laughs> M9 Gal, M whatever. I'm not gonna try it. But um, who to enter replace with Vidal, Vecino, and Sensi? Um, Vecino, uh, of course, we know could be on the way out. Um, Sensi mm-hmm. probably as well. Um, Vidal, that would be a lot of wage off of off of the club. But mm-hmm. I don't know of any direct named replacement so far i know we talk like fratezi we talk about a lot um yeah i've seen a couple of you know guys who could be free agents this summer like um alwar out in france um mm-hmm. yeah that's next summer i think 2020 2023 summer 2023 uh yeah maybe i've mm. uh, uh yeah zakaria. i'm pretty zakaria i haven't heard much about yeah him. zakaria is this summer he's gonna be free yeah but I think I think Juve are all over him, and the prime but, teams. So you know we can't really compete with their wages. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I I really I'm really having a hard time seeing us move one of those guys because I I also have a have a an an equally hard time seeing who we replace him with. Um, Fratesi is not. There's no way that they're gonna let him move mid season. Absolutely no way because they're him. Um. Scamaca, Raspadori, and Berardi, they have something good going on over there in, um, in Sassuolo, and I'm sure they would want to make at least a Europa League spot or something like that. So they're not going to jeopardize that to try to help us out. Um, but I haven't seen us being linked to anybody else. That's why I'm thinking that maybe it means that those guys are, are staying. At the very least, maybe Sensi, because he wants to get some playing time and try to make it to the squad for the for the, the World Cup. But... Um, other than that, I don't I don't see us either selling one of those guys or replacing anybody. It was Nandez, but with the rumors going around him and this possible domestic violence situation, it sounds pretty bad. And those those things have cooled those those uh, rumors have cooled off very very well. So I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone's leaving. I mean, Menzaghi's uh, been pretty adamant that like he just wants to keep the squad because oh. I mean I'm sure partly because there aren't many 
alternatives going around right now. Yeah. Um, for the summer, uh, I think that would be a different story. I think something could be done. Um, mm, I'm sure. Too early to say, I think. Yeah, it's too early to say. I mean, we have a very, very proactive management. I think that are going to get it done. I don't worry too much about it, but it is too early to know it right now. I mean, the most we can hope for is, you know, Vidal to make it to the end of the season. Um, he's going to miss like the next three matches for Chile because of a ridiculous um, Felipe Melo type challenge yeah. that he put in. Um, so that'll be an advantage actually not having him, you know, crossing the Atlantic ocean twice in two weeks. Um, um, I like this one, Emiliano, talking about comparing Gagliardini to Jao Mario and Rajan Angola, and he's much better and still here. I mean, in their inter-careers, yeah, Joao Mario was – we know what he was, and Nangola was, was finished. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for him to be the last man standing out of those guys from that time is, is, is quite funny, you know, really to think about. Um, I think that's – that's about it. Um, yeah, yeah. Lautaro did need to, you know, not get a yellow card in this match, which is you know a tough ask for him sometimes. Maybe that's why he was a little quieter. <laughs> but he did he did the best he could, I thought. Um, but yeah, I, I was a little worried after you know hearing all the guys that were going to be missing for Juve that you know uh, maybe this is the tinfoil hat going on. But the first <laughs> the first leg stuck out by Lautaro might have just been. Might have just been the yellow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the I'm sure the ref would have would have would have given it to him as well. Because again, this part of us, maybe it is a ten four hat for for us interested. We always have an issue with the referee. Uh, today, like I was I was livid because at at the first half, half, um, we won the corner, and he was like, "Oh, there's no time, there's no time, you know, whatever." And as the game ended. The minutes ended, and then Lazio won the corner as well, and he allowed them. So I'm like, look at you. You, you found it in your heart. <laughs> Let them take take the corner, but for us, you couldn't. So there's little things like that that I just don't like referees, man. And <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we could laugh about it because it, it didn't affect us. But little things like that matter, you know? Yeah, I was a little worried about that too. I, when I saw that, like, he was giving the corner, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be – this would be where they score. This would be it. On it the would last be like, kick, yeah. It would be like the three-three derby against Milan, like oh, what five years ago now, where it was based, uh-huh. uh, Christian Zapata scoring, and then it's the ref like talking about his watch, being like, "Yeah, there, there was still time, there was still time," even though yep, everyone's yep. like, "No, there Yo, was not." The yeah. yeah, I liked the tweets by Sia that said first half goal. Our situation with an offside check is a lot of their long check. One minute added, corner not beaten at 45 minutes. Second half, the complete opposite. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem. Well, this guy saying this is going to sound weird, but I don't mind having um, us being screwed over by a decision. At least keep it consistent. At least try and do that. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I guess I get the argument that you'd be like, oh, well, the end of the first half is way different than the end of the match. Maybe you argue that the referee has been, you know, carrying the time the whole match, even though obviously time, yeah. he gave extra time. He gave extra time in the first half, so you can't really go to that one. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty curious for him to to let that go. Man, that's what it is, okay? You know, yeah. <laughs> Gotta give it to Mourinho. Let's call it what it is. 
since you guys will do the thumbnail, we're gonna do thumbnail that you know. I don't know. I don't like know. Nah, I know we can't do that. We won. Chino, we can't. We can't I have. Chino's that. gonna yeah. like that one. Chino ain't gonna like that one. <laughs> nah, nah, we won. We won. We can't be can't be going too much ref heavy on the thumbnail. <laughs> Got to get Hristo in on this. Hristo, are you still in here? Uh, maybe not. If but... he isn't, I have a thumbnail idea, so we can continue the gag from last time. Um, are you? No, you're not gonna. No, you're not gonna. <laughs> I don't know if they're excited. Are you gonna do? Is this gonna be an every oh, win no, thing no, now? No, is this gonna be an every I, win? Every I, win, I, we I, did it. Take the Lazio. Take the L. Jerry Mancini. Who who is too afraid to come here to face us? Oh no, Not... leave, leave, leave my guy Jerry alone. Uh, nah, Jerry, no, love but, you. Love yeah, you. yeah. Miss him. Uh wish he could have gotten on. Um, you know, it would have been a fun chat. Um we'll get him on soon. Him and need to get him and Alex Dono both just hijacked the whole Calcio connection to come on. It's been a while. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. So maybe look for that in the future. Um but yeah, I mean, only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, subscribe, hit the little button, get the notifications, follow the Twitter, follow the everything. Risto said, yeah, yeah, Risto like not even on tonight, but still wanting to farm the interactions and farm the likes and subscriptions. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's respectable or questionable at this point. Nah, all is fair game. All is fair game. We're carrying this guy today, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, we're pushing an hour. Um, do we have any part? Oh, Christo. Yep. Uh -oh. I don't know what the yep is, but yeah, we got you, bro. We got you. Um. But pushing an hour. Um, any any final comments you guys want to have? I know we got the Super Copa. We probably probably won't get live before that one. So if you guys want to want to maybe take a crack at a prediction or anything, um, yeah, um, Charles. Well, you know, with those matches, you never really can can predict. Not only is it a derby versus Juve, but also it's the final. You know, so form kind of goes out of the the window. Um, Although what we did mention, we we were we are gonna have some advantages with um, the likes of Chiesa and Quadrado and um, Delic missing for for uh, for Juve. We don't, we're not gonna have anybody missing. We're gonna have a full complement of of our players, and um, with the form, we have no reason not to win. So I say we can go out there and I say two one enter. That's my prediction, and uh, I guess we're gonna have a reaction for our five to it. See how that goes. Yeah, hopefully a good one if we have one. <laughs> uh, Mikey, Ian, what do you think? What do I think? Uh, what do you think? I mean, I saw a stat. You probably saw me looking over. I had the um the last of the Paramount um post match on, and they kind of got into that. And the last, yeah, I respect it. You know, it's better than having to try to dig for BN Sports back in the day here in the U.S., which was hell for a few years. Um. But they said that the only time these two teams have met in a Supercopa, it was 2005. It was an Inter win. I'm going to go with the same scoreline, 1-0. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I just know penalties will be involved. Oh, I God. think we'll go all the way to penalties. Uh -oh. I hope not. I don't, I don't know. Just my that would, that, that just would my be feeling. That would be such a crapshoot, having... Chesney, who's having a pretty rough season, and Handanovic, 
trying to lift their teams to 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 a title. But Hamdanovic is the keeper with tied most or even most penalty saves in the Serie A. So uh, yeah, but I mean, how many has he had in the past couple of years? I mean, he had the one on Ronaldo True. last season, but he put it right back to him. Yeah, but in a penalty shootout, you don't have rebounds, so. Oh yeah, true. That is very, very true. Um, Indohari we'll ch- chipping in as well. Um, a little bit of background on that match because I mean, I was I was six. I I was not around <laughs> for that one. Um, Verone scored. Juve had a disallowed goal. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be. Cool. I, I would. I might have to pick my heart up off the floor, but it would be fun. For us to be on the other end. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I I don't want any sorts of controversy, man. I can't. Oh, he's. Any. So I just want. <laughs> I wanna, said I no wanna, energy. No. None of uh, this energy. I want to. I want a clean win, and hopefully, hopefully, we could cruise through it. Even I'm not expecting it, but yeah, hopefully, I want silverware. I just want the first trophy. You know, and then we could start thinking about, hey, listen, let's get the Scudetto. Can you imagine, like, two, three tro- trophies? Let's say we can go win the Copa as well. That would Domestic be a beautiful season for us. Domestically, man. Like, listen, I'd love it. It sound like a it. Scottish – sound like one of the big Scottish teams winning a domestic treble every year. <laughs> That's what happens over there. I, I can't think of the last time it happened here. I'm sure Juve did it in their run, but it would yeah. be – Getting this one will be a big step to getting the other ones, you know. New yeah, manager sure. getting that first trophy, the players seeing it go up. I mean, that would just add to the hunger after last season. I, I think it would be no, great. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're about anything it. else. Ah, I'm out. Mind if I do the outro? Yeah, go ahead. Oh shit! So, first of all, thank you for 100 subscribers. Really, really appreciate it. Fun fact, 52% of all the viewers are not subscribed. So hit that subscribe button somewhere where my fingers are pointing, I think. Uh, somewhere down there. I don't, um, I don't yeah. know, somewhere around there. Also, at BOTWPod on Twitter, we have a new link in the bio, Linktree. Click it. You have all the important <laughs> links for us that you need to find. Anchor FM, where you can stream all our podcasts. Facebook, sure, why not if you're a 40-year-old white male? <laughs> Go at it. Instagram, if you're a bit more hip like we are, the young people, go at it. Um, anything else? I think. Ah, oh, you were going so strong. Fuck. That was it. That was it. That was good, though. That was good. That was, that was good. <laughs> Be on the lookout for a TikTok where we will teach dances. Uh, Chris uh, and I. Uh, we uh, used to be <laughs> French, bro. We, we. <laughs> no, I don't know about we there. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of good things going on. Um, thank you guys. I know it was about 10 minute notice before coming on, um, but it's been a good episode. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for being on. Ian, Dave, of course, uh, and everyone in the comments, everyone watching. We'll see you.